Hello, 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 my beauties and beasts, and welcome to yet another edition of the hashtag wake up to wisdom podcast of course as always you guys know it's me your hostess with the most tests Gigi, and i am ready to talk about some positive things the world is in a disarray everybody's panicking everybody's scared and rightfully so but the truth is panic and fear is not going to change anything so as a person who definitely deals with getting panicky and scared and super anxious especially about things that are nature-based <laughs> that we don't really have that much control of i thought that it would be great for me to get on here today and on this pod we are talking about first of all the positives that corona has taught me things that i've like really sat down and looked at things that i've noticed in the world while this is happening and then just also like how to manage your looming or sometimes uh skyrocketing anxiety in moments that are far beyond your control which by the way beauties and beasts are many moments let's get into it Okay, my beauties and beasts, so if you're anything like me, you're a panic Paulette. No offense to the Paulettes in the building, but let me tell you, anything to do with like natural disasters or like things beyond my control in terms of like disastrous things, I usually panic. I'm usually that person that is super prepared, you know, just like very, you know, just really concerned about making sure there's enough food in my house, making sure, you know, in case there's a hurricane or whatever, because I don't know why I'm like that. I'm just panicky. I don't mess with things come when it comes to weather. <laughs> you know, I'm like, uh-uh, I'm not playing those games because the reality is we really, really don't know um, the destruction that these things can cause. So naturally, I assumed that by now, my levels of panic would have been through the roof. You know, it's 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 anxiety. That's the truth. There's no um, way to like, f- make that look prettier than what it is. It's straight up fear of things and just panicking or whatever. But I've actually been meditating a lot for like the past probably month and a bit. And um, I've been doing that just to actually calm myself down in general because I was a bit stressed out, you know, as I mentioned before, adrenaline was dropping, whatever, and <sighs> homie can't have that. So I had to start finding alternative routes to, you know what I mean, take care of myself, make sure that my mind, body, spirit, everything was right and aligned, cool, calm, and as collected as possible. So... Of course, knowing myself, though, I'm being a person that tries to be as real with myself as possible. I was like, okay, I'm probably going to go into panic mode pretty soon. This is just how I am, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, guys, some way, somehow, by some miracle of meditation and God's grace, I haven't been panicking that much. And I think like I probably had maybe one moment where I like sent out a broadcast because I was like, oh God, you know, there's another thing. Oh Lord, you know. And then I stopped myself because I was like, this isn't helping anyone. Like, is this real information? I don't even know. Is this practical uh, help for people? I don't even know. Is this gonna really, really help to like, uh, decrease the number of cases possibly in my country and in my community. I don't really know. So what I'm going to do instead is get reasonable, get practical, get rational, 
go on the World Health Organization site, maybe talk to some pharmacists I know, maybe talk to some doctors I know, more reliable sources who can give me a real idea of how to practically deal with this thing, right? And I did. I have to say though, that getting back into my meditation practice has been one of the best things that I did. I've noticed how much more calm I am. I've noticed how much less agitated I get with situations and with people and just dealing with things that aren't optimal, you know, and and being a little bit more patient about them and just being a bit more understanding because what I found about myself as well is if I'm tired or exhausted, honey, the patience is like small, is skinny, is tiny, is minute. It's un poquitico, okay? So I had to really check myself on that because to me, that's not really the energy I want to be putting out into the world or how I want to be acting. I don't, that's not even the energy I want to be manifesting within myself. So, you know, I had to check myself a bit. But meditation has definitely, definitely helped me to calm down, not be so wound up, not be so easily irritated. Like I had the worst road rage. It was pretty bad. Maybe not the worst, but honestly, pretty high up on the scale. And as I said, the anxiety factor. And for the first time in years, you guys, the way that I feel inside my body is so much more calm, so much more at peace. I stopped meditating, you know, for many, many years. And uh, not really for any particular reason. I just, you know, I guess I just was feeling good and just kind of was like, okay, whatever. But I have to say that that has really made a profound difference in the way that I handle things. And if you are in full panic mode, um... I would give meditation a try. I would find some guided meditations on YouTube or on, uh, you know, any podcast app and really give them a try. Sometimes that pause, practicing that pause, it really, really does calm you down. You know, it changes the release of chemicals in your brain because of the way that your breathing changes and the way that your heart rate changes. And it can really, really help you to cope with the most... Uh, non-ideal situations a whole lot better take it from me definitely know how anxiety feels definitely know what it is to panic and I definitely know that sometimes we we panic so much that we lose sight of reality you know what I mean like and I'm not talking about like even on like some ridiculous over-the-top scale I'm talking like sometimes simple things that we're freaking out about aren't realistic at all so that would be my first thing that has really helped me and that I would definitely suggest to other people, give it a go. I mean, like, I get it. Buy your Lysol wipes, you know what I mean? Spray the place down, but breathe. Okay, maybe not right when you spray the spray down your space with that Lysol because I'm not really sure how that'll go for you, but yeah. Um, the next thing that I thought was a real practical way to deal with things is proper hygiene. You know, maybe your outside clothes, don't get in your bed with them, you know what I mean? Don't. And bring all that funk all up into your space, which, you know, to be honest, was not something that I used to really freak out about before. But when you become aware and, and someone that I that I know used to always like freak out about this, and I completely understand now when you become aware of things, you you really think, oh, OK, you know what, this makes sense. There's lots of little pathogens and viruses and sometimes we're just completely unaware of them. So practice that, you know what I mean, regular uh, sanitary practices in terms of washing your clothes and just not bringing those outside germs into your home in that way, making sure that your home is clean, making sure that you really disinfect in the way that you need to 
washing your hands as much as you can. Um, I'm a hairstylist, so I'm in, I'm in contact with people a lot every single day. Um, and I've just been cleaning down my station, which is what they teach you to do anyway. But, you know, we don't do it between every client because a lot of times that becomes difficult and seems impractical. But won't a pandemic teach you what's impractical and what's absolutely practical and necessary? So I've just been wiping down, you know, spraying down and cleaning, whatever the case is, to make sure that my clients are protected and I am also as protected as I can be. So there's that as well, just that proper hygiene, using antibacterial soaps, avoiding touching your face and your mouth, your nose, your eyes. You know, these things make sense. Uh, people, please don't be talking all up in other people's faces. <clears throat> Excuse me. Talking all up in other people's faces till you are like literally centimeters away from their face. If you have to go to the supermarket, there's no need for you to be standing so close to people that if they like literally breathe too hard or move their elbow, they would knock you in your stomach not cool ever not even when there's a pandemic but just in general personal space matters and it helps to downgrade things like this right and just germs in general so that's definitely one thing that i think we also could all bear in mind uh another thing is that as it relates to panicking about things and the effects that that has you know our immune system if we're panicking and constantly in fear mode and scared mode, it's going to deplete itself, right? Because you're constantly draining yourself. You're constantly like messing with your adrenal levels when you're constantly panicked. I say this because literally firsthand, this is something that I've definitely um, learned to deal with within myself. And when you panic like that, your immunity is compromised, right? So then what would make more sense is to boost your immunity, spend more energy on boosting your immunity than panicking. Get your colloidal silver, you know, drink your sea moss. I'm actually, I actually sell that sea moss jelly now, you know, to be able to boost some other people's immune systems. And also I just think it's a superfood and we should all be using it whether there's corona or not. Um try to eat healthy, you know, all these processed foods and stuff, try to stay away as much as you can. I know that some people are buying their non-perishables and their canned goods and trying to just stock up in case of what may happen just due to production line issues, which is completely understandable. I don't actually think that's as impractical as um, some people would make it seem. Um, but at the same time, it's so important that we take care of ourselves still. You know what I mean? And that's, to me, mind, body, and spirit. So, you know, eat good food, boost yourself, eat the things that are going to help your immunity to be heightened, right? And do what makes sense for you. Rather than panic, when you start to feel that panic mode, be like, okay, what can I do practically to help myself as much as possible? So that was another little tip I had. Um... In order for us to combat better, our immune system needs to be high. If you're a smoker, ease up on that smoking. You know what I mean? All those different things, they really, really make a difference. Um, I was also saying that like rational prep makes sense. So rather than irrational preparations, think about the things that you're really going to need. You know, if you have a chronic disease, think about medications. A lot of these medications are, um, as I was listening to this pod, the scientist was saying a lot of the medications are produced in India and produced in China. And because of the levels of COVID in certain places, 
obviously we need to be practical because even if COVID might not be heightened in your country, the effects of this, the trickle down effects of this are going to be, you know, probably, well, you might not be able to get as many medications as you, you need sometimes and stuff. So definitely as an asthmatic, I've been like, okay, well, my inhaler is hard to find to begin with. So I tend to buy it in bulk, but maybe I'll buy a couple more just so that I have that going for me, not 10, but a couple, um, because the reality is, is that there are other people in the world too. And I'm not the only person that needs that stuff. Right. So I think that brings me to another side of things, which is the things that I've learned. But before I get to that, I'm going to just leave the first half of the pod with this. You know, I do believe that it makes sense for us to limit social contact as much as possible. If I were giving in to my like panicky, anarchy self, (laughs) I would be like, I don't want to work. I want to work from home. I wish I had one of those jobs, but I don't. And I still have to make money. I still have to be practical. I still have to survive, right? So the reality is limit social contact as much as you can, but still be kind. You know, be aware, be vigilant, be safe, but still be kind. And something that I see that might become a problem too is xenophobia. For those of you who aren't aware of what xenophobia is, it's actually you looking at another race of people or people from a certain um, uh, ethnic background or country and having an issue with them coming into your country specifically because of where they are from. I can see people ending up doing that to Italians for years to come because this is how the human race is. Sometimes instead of acting out of rationality, we act out of fear, we act out of ignorance, we act out of, you know, um, just stereotypes that are created as a result of things. And based on how the world began to treat Muslims after 9-11, how the world has treated multiple uh, groups and subsections of people across the years based on various things. I just think it's something that we need to be aware of. Xenophobia really doesn't help anybody. I understand the practicality of things as it relates to us being safe, but at the same time moving forward when hopefully hopefully we do find a vaccine for COVID and we are able to suppress this pandemic phase, um, try to be a little bit kinder to people because beauties and beasts, People really, 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 really need that kindness, especially in times like these. Just saying. All right, all right, all right, all right. We are back with the second half of my Wake Up to Wisdom, talking about all things Corona and what it taught me. (laughs) And uh, for the second half, I wanted to start... (sighs) I'm talking about some more emotional stuff on the beautiful lessons that I learned as a result of this crazy, crazy, crazy happenstance that just has overtaken the world. Number one, I think we recognize that we all have a lot more in common than we think (laughs) because the fear is real. I literally across the world, you can see people having the same reactions, the same fearful reactions, the same approach, you know what I mean? Doing the same um, erratic things out of just an immense desire to live. And that got me to thinking of two things. One was compassion um, and just like us considering each other. And yeah, you want to survive. The strongest will survive. But, you know, like you may need someone to show you kindness at some point too. And if you're just out here being the worst of the worst, I don't really know really what's going to happen. But, you know, um, 
No, not really. Hopefully some bigger person comes along or not even bigger person, but some more compassionate person comes along and is good to you if you are in need. But it really got me to thinking about compassion. It really got me to thinking about considering how we treat people, how we treat each other, how we see each other, how we scorn each other, you know, the things that we judge each other on. And one thing that really stood out to me is like we sometimes are so quick to distinguish ourselves by class, race, social standing, financial standing, and a plethora of other things. And some things like no matter who you are, you can't be saved. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it just is what it is. And it reminds us really to be compassionate to others, but also to humble yourself, <laughs> right? Um so compassion was the first thing that stood out to me. I was like, oh, we really need to be a little bit kinder um, to each other in terms of, you know, like I've seen people, people don't even want to cough. They don't want to do anything for fear of being judged, for fear of being scorned. And that comes from a place of expecting that you won't be met with compassion, expected that you will be obviously thrown into, I don't know, some dungeon of COVID-19 horribleness and uh, just be left there to die and hopefully that's not happening anywhere but that was the number one thing but the other things were things like this like for instance it began to make me think about like value of life right like the value of the lives that we live and obviously we don't want to die and maybe like most of us don't want to die because we're fearful of the unknown we're fearful of death we don't want to be in pain you know there there are a number of things that we could be thinking about but i think also there's so many of us out here that value our lives so much more than we ourselves even realize until there is a matter of emergency at hand and that value for life should be a great reminder to us all as to why we should really, really make the most of this life, why we should be making the most of each day. Because the reality is, is like, we didn't know this was going to happen. You know, well, some scientists that deal with dangerous diseases do, did, sorry. But we didn't really know this was going to happen. Like, we did not see this coming right now, right? Most of us. So the reality is, is that this is the this this in itself which is something i'm always talking about on my vlog this unpredictability of real life is the only predictability in life you do not know what is coming your way you absolutely do not know you don't know how long you're going to live you don't know how long the people that you love are going to live you know and i'm not talking about as it relates to covid i'm talking about in life in general tomorrow is not promised today we just don't know so that in itself should allude to us how much we should really value the the precious gift of life that we have right and like stop focusing on some of the bullshit that we tend to focus on but also and i feel like i shouldn't even cuss in this podcast this one feels very like we shouldn't cuss. We should just be like very cool, calm, and collected. But I'm going to cuss though, so you know. <laughs> but um, yeah, like one of the other things that I really began to think about was, you know, in, in relation to that was not taking things for granted at all because it's like you really actually don't know what's coming your way. You don't know. You just don't know, you know, and... A lot of the things sometimes that we linger on, that we allow to stop us from 
moving forward in the direction we want to move forward in. A lot of the things that we obsess about, a lot of the things that we overthink about, a lot of the things we stress about, a lot of the things we worry about are really not worth it. Because when it comes down to brass tacks, when it comes down to, you know what I mean, the the real, real deal, the bottom line, those things don't even really matter. But we make such a mountain out of these molehills of our lives, you know, and um, I definitely could say that I learned in this time. Like, actually, I feel like I kind of been learning this for this whole year thus far. Don't take nothing for granted. Tomorrow's not promised today. You do not know what the next minute, hour, or nanosecond holds. And it's something I've been saying for years. But um, just this year, just how the way how things had sort of unfolded, I was just like, yeah, okay, for sure. That is, that's, that's on a real 100, no cap. Because <laughs> we just didn't know this was going to come to us like this. So that was one of the other things. And then, you know, live in the moment prep for the unexpected. Let's say that one again. Live in the moment. But my darling, my boo, prep for the unexpected. The hot ghetto mess of things that I've seen people do as a result, as I said, of their fear, I understand, of their them wanting to be protected, I get it, really said to me, you know, when you get that feeling that you should go stock up on some stuff, do it. You know, when you think to yourself, I should really keep a little emergency kit or a little emergency shelf in my pantry, or whatever, however you see it. Um, do those things. Live in the moment. Enjoy life. You know what I mean? Be happy and explore things and be spontaneous. And don't be so contrived all the time. But at the same time, plan ahead in case of. Because when you plan ahead in case of, you aren't left panicking, scrambling, and catching your ass at the last minute. Your anxiety levels exist on a whole other level because you're prepared for the unexpected, right? So it's interesting to me because it's something I watch in my country a lot. Is like, it'll be hurricane season or, um, you know, whatever the case may be. And all of a sudden, you people see people coming out in droves if there is an actual threat of a storm. But... Before that, like, it's like, we always have hurricane season. Every single year, we do this. And you, you, the majority are not preparing. They are not getting whatever. They're not doing whatever. Nobody's not doing nothing until it's, like, literally the 11th hour, or at least the 5th hour in some cases, you know, for those who are a little bit more prepared. We always leave things to the last minute. We, 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 we don't try to, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? It's like we try to find an anecdote after the fact, but we're not sitting out here saying, okay, well, you know what? Let me prepare in case of, let me prevent this thing from being an issue for me. So just, you know, be mindful, live in the moment, enjoy moments. You know what I mean? Live up, laugh, love all that. But honestly, prep for the unexpected because we don't, we don't know what's to come for any of us. So that's it for me. I mean, I just think that it's like a couple of things that we needed to really think about, sit down and consider and really just, you know, approach in the the right way. And I don't know that there's one right way, but just as a matter of staying calm, you know what I mean? Like maybe instead of investing energy in fighting over disinfectants, maybe sit down and assess like, what are the things in my life that 
I've not done yet that I really, really want to do. If I were to die tomorrow, would I be satisfied with the way that I've lived my life? What would I really, really want to do if I knew that I didn't have much longer on this earth? You know, did I want to create a legacy? And then if so, did I actually create it? Did I just want to like be good to people? And then if so, was I actually the person that I intended to be for people? You know, like just ask yourself questions that matter rather than to like spiral in unnecessary thought processes that won't actually change reality. Don't get me wrong. It is not in any way that I don't understand fear or panic. As I said, trust me, trust and believe I can panic <laughs> quite easily. But at the same time, I'm realizing like that doesn't change anything. And in fact, if it if there is anything, it changes. It is our ability to cope better with things. So it's just been getting to me. I'm just like, you know, you could invest your energy in being calm or you could invest your energy in being hysterical. You could seek to prepare and prep so that when the worst things come, you're cool. Or you could run around with flailing hands and be ready to knock out people right in the middle of a supermarket. You could, you know, there, there there's options is what I say all this to say. And essentially, the decisions that we make also have a really, really great impact on how we feel and how we're able to manage our anxiety. When you know that you've done everything that you can do, there's a different outlook that you tend to have on things. There's a different feeling you tend to have. There is a sense of calm within you, usually, that says, well, look, I did all I can do. Now, from here on out, there's nothing more I could do. So I just, this is where I have to just hope for the best, do my best, and you know what I mean? Stay calm as much as I can. And I guess maybe most people have never been in, you know, emergency situations on a world scale level like how they are right now. Um, and most people have never been, you know, in those kinds of situations where, you know, it is a crisis and they don't, they're not good at crisis management. So that's why I did the pod. Could I say that I'm the worst at crisis management? No, but I, I do know what it is to get anxiety. Now, after the anxiety, I'll get it together <laughs> and do what needs to be done. Um, but at the same time, I do know what that anxiety feels like. And so I just thought it would be nice for us to, you know, have a little chat, a little pod, talk a little bit about what you can do to be better and what you can think about and focus on as opposed to focusing on the worst sides of things, right? Um, a lot of times when we hear a lot of hysterics and, you know, people are just going crazy because they're fearful and stuff, we tend to forget the other side of things. We tend to forget the good stories, you know, attributed to things. We tend to forget the fact that you could survive this thing. There isn't a cure, but you can get past it. You can get better from it. You know what I mean? And there isn't, as far as I know, there aren't cures for many things, you know, but you can still manage things. And that's the important thing to remember. So there's that. And, um, you know, in, in closing, I'm going to say this to you guys. We would love to think that we have all this control in life, right? We would love to think that we are so, so aware of everything that's coming our way because we've planned it to a T and we know what's up. We know what we're going to do. Da, 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 da. One of the most humbling lessons that this experience right now and for the past couple of weeks has taught me 
is that no matter how well planned out you are, there's always a well card. No matter how well thought out you are, there could still be a well card. And to spend your energy worrying consistently about something rather than being proactive about it or trying to, you know what I mean, find ways to actually make a better situation, you could sit down and fret and fuss and just like lose your whole cool, but it won't make it any better. So it has been humbling for me to recognize, hey, listen, your life could change in a minute, in an instant. And yeah, I always knew that, but not like how I know it now, not like how any of us know it now. At the same time, you also have the capacity to enjoy life as much as possible. You also have the capacity to live out your best life as much as possible. And we all have the capacity to be more calm than we might be being right now. We also, many of us, are lucky enough to have the capacity to heal. And I think that some of us have forgotten that, right? So I always talk about healing on an emotional level and a spiritual level. But today I'm literally talking about healing physically. A lot of our bodies will do everything that they can do to keep us alive. I think it's time that we also start believing in ourselves a little bit more. The whole energy of the world is like off right now. You know, it's like, it's a whole production. And I just think it's important that we sort of shift that and get back to a better place, get back to like, okay, how do we make this better? What do we do? You got me? You feel me? That's just my take on it, you guys. Just a couple little tidbits to hopefully help you out, keep you a little bit calmer and keep you a little more serene. As I said, you know, stock up on like your supplements and stuff. And don't just stock up on things you're not going to use. Stock up on things that you're going to use, that you're going to need. And be good to yourselves. Be kind to yourselves and love on yourselves. Okay? Hugs and love. Bye-bye. Okay, you guys, so I thought that I was done, but a couple more things crossed my mind, and I thought to myself, did I really do this justice? Did I give these people all that I could possibly give them to help them deal with this thing? Listen, I'm no doctor, as we all know. I'm not a scientist. I may have worked with a couple biochemists, but I'm sure as hell not one. But I am human, and I do know what getting anxious and uncomfortable and scared feels like. So one of the last things that I did want to leave you guys with is think about all the things that you can do, especially if you're off from work, off from uni, you know, um, off from school, depending on how old you are. But I don't know if all y'all should be listening to this, but I'm just saying. Um, but a thought occurred to me and that thought that occurred to me was this. In times like these, I think it's also extremely important, beauties and bees, that we reconnect with people who mean the most to us, people who help to keep us calm, people who help to bring us peace and keep us feeling at ease, especially if you're a person who battles with any kind of anxiety, whether it be mild, you know, moderate, or just completely, you know, out the park. Sometimes, like, life is difficult to do on your own. And here's the beauty of technology. Like, we're always talking about our people. You know, I hear this all the time. It's like, technology is destroying the world, <laughs> you know. And technology is this and technology is that. 
But I'm not really sure if technology is this or that or people's addiction or overuse of things or misuse or ill use of things is the cause of that. The beauty of technology is, is that in times where you can't leave your home or you're on lockdown or your anxiety is so high that it's hard for you to leave your home, you can connect with people that still mean a lot to you and take some time to distract yourself from the things that are really, really scary in the world. It may not last forever, but your body, your mind, definitely, they both need some some breaks from that moment where you're completely losing it. So take some time to connect with people who bring you peace. You don't need to touch them. You know what I'm saying? You just need to maybe give them a call or text them or FaceTime or whatever people do these days. I don't know if people still Skype, but you know, whatever works. But take some time to do the things that are going to bring you peace and calm because it really, really feels like a lot of the world is going crazy. I know for myself sometimes, you know, just having to hear about COVID all day is is tough for me. And then sometimes I find myself even talking about it even more than I think I would really desire to. And um, that's, you know, the reality of my job is that I literally talk and listen to people all day. It's not a ton of quiet moments for me because it's extremely engaging. But I just got to thinking and I thought, you know, this is a time to reconnect, reconnect with your source as well. So whether that be for you, God or Allah or Buddha or Krishna or, you know, just believing in calmness or the universe, whatever, take your time to pray, take your time to reconnect with yourself, take your time to meditate, take your time to sit in in a zone of calmness outside of, as I said, outside of meditation now, on a spiritual level, lean on the things that, you know, are going to bring you comfort in times like these. Because there's only so much we can do, beauties and beasts. Trust me. Trust me on this one. I know very few people who worry like I do when it comes to certain things. Not everything, but certain things. It's like one of my biggest challenges or has been. I, not as much now, but definitely before. And what I've learned is when you rationalize the things that you're extremely petrified about, the things you have anxiety about, the things you worry about, the things that you're nervous about, a lot of times there isn't always that big of a reason to freak out as we think that there is. Given that this is a completely different level of a situation, don't get me wrong, I completely understand the freak out. I completely understand the fear. But the freak out and the fear isn't going to help us. You know, so many people have cleared shelves and supermarkets and stuff. And, you know, what about people who can't afford to do that? What about those people that are still in need and have nothing because there is nothing else available? I was looking at these supermarket shops and thinking, my God, what about people who are on welfare? What about people who, you know, it's just who just had a baby, but, you know, are living paycheck to paycheck and that paycheck didn't come through yet. Okay. What about people who are elderly? One of my friends was saying that was very true. I can't even remember if I mentioned that previously in the episode, because I recorded this over like a period of, of like two days. Right. But as I said previously, consideration, compassion, common sense <laughs> those three c's are definitely important you know limit that that unnecessary social interaction as well but also 
connect digitally with people. You know what I mean? Use the internet for something good, for something uplifting. Find time to reconnect with yourself. Maybe things that you used to like to do before. You know, be sanitary, be safe, all that, yes. But also consider your mental health. Because if you're in constant panic mode and constant worry mode all the time, you are depleting yourself as well. And that is also unhealthy. So reconnect with people who mean a lot to you, who are calming, who bring you peaceful energy. You know, reconnect with yourself, reconnect with your God, your higher purpose. You know what I mean? Meditate, calm down as much as you can. Just do as much as you can. Because when you've done as much as you can, honestly, beauties and bees, what else is there to do? You've done your best. What else is there to do? Just trust have faith, be smart, you know, be sensible, be sanitary, and keep it moving. That's all that we can do. Or stay still when moving feels like too much. That's all. I think I'm fully done now. So after all of that, I'm going to say hugs and love. Thank you guys so much for listening to the hashtag wake up to wisdom podcast. And I really do pray that this coronavirus just disappears as quickly as it came about i don't know how that's possible but you know what (laughs) i am a woman of a great amount of faith okay 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 (laughs) so you know i'm hoping for for us to to be okay beauties and beasts or that there's some antidote found or that we develop some resistance or something i don't know how it all works like i said i'm not a scientist i'm not even claiming to be bit of a nerd but not a scientist so anyway you guys Hugs and love. Love you much. Thank you so much as always for listening to this podcast. If you know somebody who's struggling right now, please feel free to share this on your social media platforms. Let's start to use social media for something a little bit more positive than just all the other stuff, (laughs) right? Anyway, hugs, love. I'm out. Bye-bye.